Macy Gage from the Tangentialist blog digs up and discusses events and experiences from her own collaged history on having a stigmatized condition known as bipolar. She relates, reflects, and refocuses it into infectiously funny anecdotes and amusing stories that will have you in stitches. Being a roaming artist, a roaming distracted artist, that reinvents and reimagines her goals constantly, this podcast takes you down a twisting rabbit hole of icons and avenues of slightly familiar yet offbeat occurrences. Join her every other week as she delves into her own bizarre memory banks, pulling out some eccentric moments that capture the intimacy on the ups and downs of this disorder lived out in her electric days of her rebellious youth. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tangentialist Podcast with Macy Gage, and let's just jump right in. This is episode number 17, Switch On, Switch Off, and that was definitely a behavior that seemed like I was able to do back then. I don't, it was just switch on, switch off. I didn't, I didn't know how this was possible, but I was, I was probably manic. I was just exhibiting some bipolar traits, which unfortunately, not always a good sign. So, so let's just uh, dive right in. Okay, so back in the early 2000s, my memories used to unfold like origami, while my moods and intentions collapsed like cards. Those moments would open up, change shape and disappear again and again. Sometimes I wondered if they were even mine or if I had made them up. Had I read them in a story or watched them in a movie? I wasn't getting used to my my medication and its new routine. Sometimes deciding I didn't need it anymore as I was fine. But that was a big mistake as I definitely wasn't fine. The routine would throw me as this fly-by-night sort of self-proclaimed genius did not need any structure. This is what I thought back then. In my mind, everything was great. So what if I was spending a lot of money and barely wearing any clothes? Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed by some of this. And how is that unusual that I was that I was doing that? How is how is that strange? Like what 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 was the big deal? This is this is my mindset, right? I couldn't believe some shop in Montreal stopped me from shopping. They saw my behavior as erratic and they contacted the police. This is where the hospitals took over. That was unbearable to my manic mind. I would just keep spending my excess energy by wearing out the floor from underneath me with my pacing the halls. So thank goodness, the floor could not be worn out. The days and nights seemed to never end. I was repeating the routines of mediocrity. I was surrounded by strangers, sicknesses, and smells that only the hospital knows. I was trapped for a time that gave me pause and respite for who I was becoming. Was this my punishment and demise? If I let it, and this is what would happen. Jude and I were on the rocks at that time, as my signals to him made no sense at all. So no wonder he didn't want to have anything to do with me. I said some pretty horrible things to him that I don't want to repeat. I could see why he wasn't sure 
if you wanted to, to be involved with this. When dating, it is survival of the fittest. Figuring out what fits you, your lifestyle, and goals. I was a mess back then. The demands of school, managing my condition, and trying to find where I fit in, the big city, socially and economically. Oh yeah, with uh, switching on and switching off, that I didn't really get into that, but but that's that's the way my mania was, my mania and my depression, it was switching on and switching off. I remember Judy even telling me that that is what my my behavior was really really seeming like at times i would just switch on switch off i was like there was there was sort of a deadpanness in my that's not right how was i trying to say that he would say to me that when he would look at me it would like it would be like sort of a deadpan look that there was nothing there at times and that is that's really sad that i guess that was the switch on switch off of going from from manic like i would just be so much energy and do do crazy erratic behaviors and then all of a sudden I would just look over and just there would be nothing there like I would be so exhausted or there would be nothing that he could see in me anymore I would just be so so finished you know so so un- unfortunately there's that's that's the the ups and the downs of bipolar and and to provide an insight for this one I I was thinking that that it's just going back to being aware of of where we are at and and who we are and the conditions that we have and just like holding those in in our back pocket as if they're as if they're part of a tool tool set or a toolkit or or something seeing that that is actually it's not something that should be ashamed of but it is actually a tool that you can use to benefit you that is what i've been doing for the last i don't know it's got to be a few years now where I've been seeing it, uh, seeing the bipolar and the traumatic brain injury as actually something that is beneficial to me, that it is actually something that is positive, that I can see as a creative outlet, that I, that I make sure that I don't put a negative spin on it because that can oftentimes make us sort of go down into sort of a despair kind of thing or we can get into that depression that is so hard for us to get out of. And so if we just, and this is what I've been doing, I, I said I've been just making sure I see it in a positive light and, and I see how it's actually giving me a positive outlook. It's actually become something that is that is more positive than negative. That Yeah, I guess these experiences do sound pretty pretty negative when, when I look back at them, but but I've actually been able to see the the shiny newness of of just you know what this is not as bad as it seems i can see that there is there is something here that i can i can benefit from this i can i can turn it on its head and say you know what no this is not all negative this is something that yes it's the brain chemistry yes it is it is something that i need medication for but i can also use some tools in my toolbox to make sure that this this bipolar and and TBI doesn't get out of hand that I can that I can actually temper it I can actually make it plateau I can make it have sort of a, a balance that will 
will give it and myself just more purpose, more more satiety. No, that's not the right word. <laughs> that I was trying to say uh, satiety. That doesn't that doesn't sound right though. Satisfied is better, I guess. But just feeling like I have just a sort of natural way of of using this as a vehicle to be actually mindful and I gotta come up with more words than this. Okay. I've used a lot of the same words and, and let's 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 find new ones. This is this is actually a way to change how you think about things. Like yeah, sometimes the doctors are, you know, too much or the nurses or or just the therapists. Like it does seem like too much. It seems like a lot to have to manage or or just be in your life, but you know what? There is an end in the site. No, that's not the way I want to say it. There is a, there is a route for you to, to see that you know what this is. This is not as bad as it seems. You know what? I am. I am creating a pattern or a series of of steps for myself or yourself to to get to the end of of this sort of. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just, uh, oh, I'm my word finding, okay, that this actually is not all negative, that this condition or, or, or whatever you're having to live with right now, there is actually, you actually have, you've actually created for yourself a sort of a, a treasure map in a sense, like you, like it may not seem like that when you first look at it, but, but it actually is a treasure map. You've, you've created a, a map for yourself to to get you to a better place like it doesn't sound like it so i'm not saying that everybody has to go through all the things that i've been through if you've been listening to me you'll you'll have heard some some pretty strange things uh, that i don't think are kind of the everyday but i'm sure a lot of us have gone through some really unique experiences but that that's not really the point of this the point of this is that we can see past our experiences that that we can push through them and that we can we can get to the other side of them that we can actually we can actually grow from these experiences and we can we can see that <laughs> my monsters are running around the house so so yeah uh we can push through our difficult times and and see that that we can grow from them, that we can actually become better people because of the experiences that we've we've been through. I think this German philo- uh, philosopher years and years ago said, and, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger was Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, back in, I guess it was, what, the 17, 1800s? When Frederick uh, Nietzsche, his his years of of um, of being a philosopher were, but he did he is quoted as as saying that, and that is actually one thing I like to sort of lean on sometimes. When we go through traumatic uh, or really heavily emotional experiences, that can often have physical uh, or mobility consequences or things that we have to live with. It's also 
a way to look at it is, you know, what it has made us stronger for the future, for how we can continue to live our lives. And that is, is something that it takes a while to, to sort of retrain your brain to, to get yourself to think that way. Because I know I definitely went through all those different stages, almost uh, like grief, you know, where denial and what is it? What are all the stages I get? I can't think of them right now, but there's, yeah, there's, there's a number of stages that you go through until you accept what has happened to you, that it's, you can't bargain your way out of it. You can't, uh, sort of lie yourself into thinking, lie to yourself into thinking that it's something else that you just have to realize that life is different and you have to work your way around it and just think of yourself in a, in a better way. And a better way of thinking that, you know what, I like to think of myself as I'm a better person now, which sounds weird, but it's it's nice to think that, you know what, we are better people for who we are now, because who we were then isn't doesn't exist anymore, because we're always changing, we're always developing, we are always evolving. That's always a, a good thing to think of, that, you know what, we have, we have come a long way, and yeah, not to focus on that as, oh, yeah, like we're, we're so great. But, but if we need to sometimes reflect on, you know what, this is, this is okay where we are, that, that, you know, we have to go through certain steps to, to progress, to get better, to, to just get to where we need to, that, that it may be a little more difficult than, than most people. But, but you know what, that is, that's totally fine too. It means that I think that we're actually, grasping things uh, in a in a much more tangible way that it is it's more concrete it's more although yeah it takes long it can take a long time to to really fully understand some things and and fully gain the the knowledge and the and the know-how of things but you know what doesn't that make us stronger and it makes us makes us wiser to to what we need to learn from these things to, to learn to function in a more responsible and a structured, a more positive way, it's actually proving to the rest of the world that you are, you are a responsible person. You, you can take care of yourself. Maybe you need a little bit of help sometimes, but so what? Don't all, don't all of us need a little bit of help sometimes? Thank you, Glorious Humanoids, for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. And if you would like to share your comments, questions, or concerns on mental health and how you relate to it, you, you can do that at http colon backslash backslash www.facebook.com backslash tangentalist. That's T-A-N-G-E-N-T-A-L-I-S-T with a capital T. And this is what I will go into great deal with in the next episode as I take you down another rabbit hole of my heady days of my rebellious youth, tripped up by disorder. Folding up these anecdotes, I express them to you and I give them for you to enjoy and consider as I reflect and remodel and re-engage what the future has for me on these social platforms. See you next time on The Tangentalist.